And good afternoon and welcome to the Women's Show. I'm Deb Anderson here with you until, oh, about 2 o'clock this afternoon with the finest in music performed by women. And I'm telling you, when I listen to the Whitmore sisters, Bonnie and Eleanor, it's like their voices just come together just as one. It's just an amazing occurrence. And we've heard a lot of music from the Whitmore sisters because I'm going to be talking to, I believe, both Bonnie and Eleanor here in a couple of minutes, oh, less than a minute or so. But let me tell you what I started with, and I think it's this opening track of their brand new album called Ghost Stories. It's called Learn to Fly, and there's a story behind that for sure. And then after that, we heard some a solo album from Bonnie Whitmore, uh, Last Will and Testament. We heard the title track of that. And then after that, we heard the Mastersons, which is uh, Eleanor Whitmore and her husband, Christopher Masterson, with In the Name of God, and that's from Red, White, and I Love You Too. Then we ended with uh, Ghost Stories, which is the title of their brand new album, released in January on the uh, Red House label. And uh, are you there, one or both of you sisters? We're both here. Hello. <laughs> well, great. It's great to have both of you here. And, um, well, you, actually, you are going to be here. You're going to be here in Lincoln on Thursday at the Bourbon Theater uh, opening up for uh, Steve Earle and the Dukes. Steve yeah, we're looking forward to it. I bet you are, but, you know, that's not very new for you to be opening for Steve Earle or even playing in his band, is it? Yeah, this is Eleanor speaking. Um, I've been playing with Steve since 2010. Yeah, I know. I'm new, though. I'm, I'm new. Oh, you're yeah. new. Bonnie's new. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bonnie um, has obviously been, uh, you know, touring around playing songs from her own records, so this is her first time out with the Dukes, and um, due to COVID, she even had to fill in on bass for a couple of nights um, for our bass player, <laughs> so yeah, I, it's, it's still not quite normal out here. No, not quite normal, and yeah, I did happen to see that, that you had to fill in there, and of course, the Whitmore sisters, Eleanor and Bonnie, who you're both here, which is so great, um, singers, songwriters, multi-instrumentalists, that's why you can fill in. <laughs> and without yeah. any instrument, I suspect. I know Bonnie plays the bass, and you, uh, you probably play the violin and guitar and dobro and who knows what else. Uh, well, no, I, haven't sure tackled, I haven't tackled dobro yet, but um, <laughs> yeah, mandolin and keyboard. Okay, mandolin. Clo close <laughs> enough, for sure. Yes. <laughs> are you are you out in the road right now, or are you just getting ready to go? We are. Uh, we've been out uh, since the beginning of June, and um, we have a day off in Colorado Springs today. Oh, that's nice. Well, I hope Colorado Springs is treating you well. Yes. Yeah, I went to the World War II um, air, airplane air museum yesterday, oh. which was really fun. Oh, but you didn't try to fly it, did you? Actually, I did fly a simulator, and they were very impressed. <laughs> well, there, the, that's an interesting story. Now, the Whitmore sisters, Bonnie and Eleanor, you both know how to fly, don't you? We are both licensed uh, private pilots, yes. Thanks to our dad. And thanks to your dad, who uh, also was a folk singer. That's true, yeah. You kind of had to sing, play an instrument, and fly a plane in our family. Um, everybody uh, does that, if you're a Whitmore. <laughs> a pair, and sings opera, by the way. Yeah, our mom is the opera singer. Dad's the folk singer. Oh, my goodness. Well, Daddy and the Divas was the band name, though. What's that? We performed under the name Daddy and the Divas growing up. Oh, did you? That's great. 
So, so you have sung together before. I know you kind of went off your separate ways. Both of you, the Mastersons did four albums. Uh, Bonnie Whitmore, you've done four albums. And all of a sudden, you decided to do something together. Yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, we hadn't really collaborated like that since we were quite young um, in our dad's band, um, you know, before we left the house. And um, I think it was important for us to kind of develop our own path. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then, you know, it wasn't, we, it's something we always talked about doing, but just we're too busy with our own endeavors. And it really kind of took the world slowing down with the pandemic to allow us the time to write the songs and make the record. Yeah, thanks, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> At least something good came out of it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I hear the good stories, sometimes the bad stories of the COVID. Obviously, yeah. bringing you two together to collaborate on Ghost Stories, which uh, has its own... Uh, stories behind it i mean what was the reason of calling it ghost stories and what is the album really the concept of the album about well the original we we planned on titling it uh ghost stories even before we'd written the song ghost stories um we just had had dealt been dealt a lot of loss and so there was a lot of inspiration of wanting to just you know share those stories of of people that we loved Mm. um with uh the friends we leave behind the ballad of sissy and porter um, even uh, um, uh, why am I blanking on our name? Uh, <laughs> What's the name of our, our Greek, uh, Greek ta- tragedy? Greek tragedy. I was gonna get there. Gonna <laughs> you were gonna get there. But ghost ghost stories. When we wrote that one, we actually uh, originally had it was very specific about who the story was about. We realized we really needed to broaden it mm. and uh, and kind of en- encompass all the people that are being marginalized along those lines and to take a look at, at our system as a whole instead of singing a murder ballad about, you know, another black man had been killed by police officers. It, it's not uh, just about one person. Um, mm-hmm. So we thought we would pull the lens back. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of the theme that runs throughout the record. I mean, not all the songs are about dead people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of my love life, as I like to call Hurt for Let Down, for example. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, um, it, there there is a lot of hope in there. And certainly the starting out with uh, Learn to Fly, I mean, I thought that's such a upbeat, beautiful way to start. And the way your voices intertwine. Uh, in it and and then come back together as kind of a one voice um just a nice way to start and then you kind of delve deeply deeply and darkly into some issues i guess yeah (laughs) um we did have a lot of fun uh writing and singing together on this record um i think that's something that you know i i didn't fully appreciate until um later years um singing together as siblings Mm -hmm. um it's just something that's very telepathic and very easy and something we don't have to think about. And it's it's pretty fun to have a singing partner like that. Yeah, I mean, you share the same musical language, obviously, growing up with all the music around you and, and singing together. Yeah, it's just, it's really um, kind of a magical... I, I've been describing it more as like a, um, I don't know, a... a a superpower that we've tapped into, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and right. it is. It's just really fun to sing with my sister. Well, it's amazing. Um, I mean, there are other groups, siblings, obviously. Uh, in fact, you you wrote all the songs. Or you collaborated or wrote all the songs except for two. 
And one uh, is from a good friend of yours, um, uh, Tash. Erin uh, Lee Tashian. That's right, Erin Lee Tashian. And the other one was written by Paul McCartney for the Everly Brothers. Yeah. So you probably picked that one. First of all, maybe you were inspired by Paul McCartney's bass playing, uh, Bonnie. And, Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, it's a sibling harmony. Yeah, um, that's not um, a super well-known hit by the Everleys. It's something that they recorded in, in the 80s on an album produced by Dave Edmonds. And so it had a very 80s flair. Um, Production-wise, you know, mm. the original was... Um, I guess not not quite as timeless and um we came across the demo of the song that mccartney made for the everlies and kind of used that as a template um it was sent to us by will rigby who used to play drums with steve and also the dbs mm. and um uh, so that's that's the version that we that we um listened to when we recorded that and it was it's pretty cool because mccartney is singing all the harmonies himself oh really oh great mm. That is very cool. Well, it's such a beautiful album, and I know it's gotten rave reviews, so I, it, it begs me to think that maybe you're thinking about doing another one? We're talking about We're talking it. about it. Um, just starting to think about writing some more tunes um, for that. But absolutely. Well, um, you've gotten, like I said, really good reviews for it, and... Um, how how do you go about writing? Do you collaborate together, or are you like to go off in your little corner and do your write the lyrics, and somebody else comes up with the the melody? Well, we wrote a lot, um, kind of almost as a <coughs> procrastination procrastination <laughs> tool. Sorry, words. Um, basically, the, the whole reason and catalyst behind this is because I wanted a break and wanted to come out and visit. And uh, my brother-in-law, Chris Masterson, was like, well, you're not going to come out here and sit on the couch. You, know? <laughs> you guys need to make a record. So right. we started writing over Zoom, and then we wrote in person. And I think it's more of like when when we decided we're going to make this next record, we're going to get those songs. We'll get together. the fire us. <laughs> but to answer your question, it kind of comes about in different ways. Um, you know, some of the tunes, Bonnie already had a good chunk written or I already had a good start. And then we sat down together and kind of finished it out. Um, oh, great. You know, it, it's definitely a collaboration uh, with the words and the melody. Well, that's a really great way to do it, that you can collaborate that way and then, you know, go out and put the album in. And Chris, he uh, produced it too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, my husband, Chris Masterson. Um, yes. And um, he plays guitar. And, and I mean, you have some wonderful instrumentation. You've got a harp player on Greek ta tragedy, uh, which really gives it that heavenly feel to it. Which yeah, is that's actually Hattie Webb uh, from the Webb Sisters. Another um, she, she and her sister performed with Leonard Cohen and Tom Petty, and um, we've become friends over the past couple of years. And she just happened to touch base, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have the perfect song that I need you to play on." <laughs> it is the perfect song, and it is the last song on your album, and the first one, "Learn to Fly," and then you end with "Greek Tragedy." I think you really thought hard about how you put this together because. They flow so well and end so perfectly. They were a great bookends to each other, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to sequence an album. It can be pretty tricky and um, can feel long if it's in the wrong order. Mm. Um, so there's a little bit of a puzzle to put the pieces together to make an album flow. 
Well, this album flows. Uh, by the way, I'm talking to the Whitmore sisters, both of them, Eleanor and Bonnie, here on <laughs> Sweethearts and Badasses. Um, and gosh, uh, you are you are touring everywhere. I mean, I mean the United States, and you're also going to Europe, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to be going. Um, at, basically, we're leaving the Steve Earl tour and going directly to Europe and opening up for Delamitri, which we're stoked about. Oh wow! And uh, this is our second trip. Um, we went to Spain uh, back in May. We basically been out since mid February. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Promoting those records, so. Well, I. It, it's been fun to play the songs live and, um, you know, just see how people respond. Yeah, I bet, because you've been opening a lot. And I guess you're making up from lost time because, you know, the pandemic, you certainly weren't out touring then. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, it has got wonderful production. Um, Who are some of the players on there, um, on the album, on Ghost Stories? Uh, A gentleman named Jamie Douglas played the drums. Uh, He's based out in L.A., and um, folks might have seen him playing with Shooter Jennings. And then Bonnie, of course, played bass. Mm-hmm. Um, I played mandolin and all the fiddle and um, strings. Mm-hmm. And um, then a gentleman t- named Tyler Chester played a lot of the mellotron and organ mm. and keys on the record. Um, I did play some piano. Um, John Grayboff played pedal steel. Um, and uh, Dirk Powell played uh, accordion and triangle on the ballad of Sissy and Porter. Oh, wow. And that's based on a kind of on a true story, isn't it? Yeah, um, we had a very close friend um, named Chris Porter, who was a singer songwriter, and um, he was out on tour and um, was killed in an accident. And um, you know, it's it's really hard to lose a friend like that. Um, but I think one of the things we wanted to do with these songs was, you know, ghost stories don't have to be scary mm-hmm. um, um, and sad. And we wanted to to be able to celebrate him because he was a really funny, um, hilarious, fun individual to hang around, and mm. and so that you know to write a song like that, it's a very upbeat, fun song, and and we wanted to kind of have it be more celebratory than sad. And he inspired like there's a lot of people that were inspired to write songs, including the the last laugh that was on the Masterson's. Uh, uh, record previously uh, was also inspired by Chris Porter. But, oh, really? Um, yeah. uh, I, I was lucky enough to sit down and, and write that one actually with Bonnie Montgomery. Oh, wow. And uh, and uh, we just were able to just kind of recreate um, that happy side of his personality. Oh, that's a wonderful way to do that, to be able to write a couple songs and have them, you know, there always forever. <laughs> Indeed. It's just a way to kind of carry the memory on. Absolutely. Um, there's a wonderful quote that I read that you mentioned, uh, ghosts are always with us, waiting for that right moment or to reveal, or the reason to reveal themselves. Is that kind of mm-hmm. how you feel about these things? Yeah. And I think, you know, loss is something that's universal. Everybody has dealt with that um, at one time or another so um you know writing these songs was kind of therapy for us and hopefully mm-hmm. listening to these songs will be helpful to some other people well i think so i mean I, every time i listen i, I listen with headphones and it's like oh my gosh this is just 
overwhelmingly gorgeous, especially, especially I just really love Greek tragedy. And in fact, I wanted to end the interview with Greek tragedy because I think it's incredibly beautiful in in its lyrics and how you, how you orchestrated it and your voices. Your voices are ethereal. When you put those voices, your two voices together, it, it kind of is magical. That's why I really hope you do something again. Um, I know you both have done <laughs> yeah. f- four albums apiece. You know, the Mastersons and then and Bonnie did hers. Uh, we played uh, Last Will and Testament, really rocking song. And, uh, and we also I also played uh, um, In the Name of God, which is a fantastic song from the Mastersons. But uh, when you two come together, um, it's, it's a whole different dimension. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, a lot of Whitmore. We had a, we had a, lot, <laughs> a lot of, of Whitmore, uh, yeah. We had a, lot a lot more of, of the Whitmore there. Yeah. We kind of channeled uh, a little bit of the Beatles um, when oh, we were yeah. recording uh, Greek Tragedy. We love to take, we're, we're having a conversation about something that's really tragic and it's nice to pair it with a melody that's a little bit more fun or, um, you know, just I, I think that's kind of the fun in, in recording right. and writing is that you can write a lyric that's extremely sad and cutting, mm. but if you pair it with a melody that's like fun right. or um, playful, it can kind of take the edge off of it. and. So mm-hmm. there's kind of a balance um, when you're writing and recording to, um, you know, you could make a song that's just really depressing, but um, mm-hmm. you can kind of uh, <laughs> sugarcoat it, sugarcoat it with some strings. <laughs> well, the Greek tragedy, it it's, is about uh, uh, Justin Towns' Earl, actually. It was, it was inspired behind that, but it's also kind of just a, I've lost a lot of friends to addiction. And, yeah. Um, so it's kind I'd of, say that he was the catalyst, but um, there's definitely a lot of inspiration in it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you two obviously have a very close relationship, and um, and it's great that you can travel together, and you really don't mind being on the road for six months at a time? <laughs> well, I'd say every day, well, I'd say this especially after the summer and we got that really horrible news of Rover versus mm. Wade, but um, I just kind of feel like every day that I don't murder him is a good day. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we're, that doing is a, well. we're doing well. That is a good day. So you're going to come to Lincoln on Thursday. You're going to be at the Bourbon Theater. Have, have you ever been in Lincoln before? Either one of you? Um, you know, it seems like we always end up playing Omaha Uh instead of um, Lincoln, so I'm excited to come through Lincoln uh, this time. We've got some good friends there, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, and we're looking forward to you coming for sure. Uh, Lots of fun places here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Of course, you're going to go to my hometown, Madison, Wisconsin, in a couple days Uh after that at at, uh, a wonderful uh, theater there. So you're actually hitting all the hot spots I think <laughs> sure around around the United States and then yeah, of course off to Europe which apparently you have been in Europe before and played um, when you're is it tough to be an opening act for somebody like Steve Earl um, I don't think so I mean um, he he's very generous he gets up and introduces us uh, to the crowd every day um, when we go on um, and kind of gives us his full blessing and Mm. Um, you know, the audiences have been very warm uh, to oh, us. Oh, sure. It's, 
I, I think the only like really adversarial crowd that I ever played in front of was uh, when the Masterson's opened for Social Distortion. And uh, it took oh. about 30 minutes for us to win them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even imagine, but maybe. Um, well, gosh, um, so you're going to be coming on to town on Thursday at the Bourbon Theater. And I am talking to the Whitmore sisters, uh, Eleanor and Bonnie, this afternoon here on the Women's Show. Um, you know, you've got some great videos out there. I played one for Learn to Fly. And um, how do you come up with these fabulous videos? Well, we had a really good friend of ours who actually uh, did a lot of the engineering on the record, Angel um, M, and she uh, she just kind of came up with the idea to shoot that video, and um, it was just a two-person crew, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be connected with other creative people mm. um, in the field, and then um, we handed it off to our friend Sloan Lance, who also has a... a music group with her sister, uh, with her brother called uh, Lord Friday the 13th she edited um, a lot of like old uh, flying video that we had had growing up um, oh, wow. to layer it on top which is really cool very cool and um, do you feel like you have a different perspective because you are in planes a lot and fly around and see the world in a different way I think it makes it easier, at least for me, this is Bonnie speaking, um, in the sense of pulling the lens back. Like, when you're able to remove yourself and look down and see a broader picture, I think that definitely has a way of educating you in a way that mm. you may not even be fully aware of. I would imagine so. What, what a thrill <laughs> to be able to <laughs> fly an airplane, uh, and, and both of you do. so. Um, it's an adrenaline rush, that's for sure. Oh, I can't even imagine what it'd be like. Um, well, um, where can we find you out there? I know you have these great videos on YouTube, uh, but you, what's your website and what other social uh, platforms are you on? Uh, we're at thewhitmoresisters.com. You can see all of our tour dates um, on there and uh, find all the links um, to all the places. And um, we're on Instagram at the Whitmore Sisters and Twitter at Whitmore Sisters um, yeah. and Facebook, of course. And we have a TikTok account, but I mm -hmm. haven't quite figured that out yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that works either. But <laughs> well, uh, we're kind of winding down, and I, I kind of asked this. I, I, ahead of time, I, I picked Greek Tragedy to uh, end the interview with. Uh, is there another song that you'd rather I end, end the interview with? I think that's perfect. Okay. Would you want to just kind of talk about it just a little bit before we get into it? Um, yeah, sure. This is a, a melody that I kind of started out with on a on an auto harp. Um, and then, you know, we've kind of started talking about our loss of friends with addiction. And we wrote the song. Um, and then, um, you know, I kept thinking all along, we really need harp on this. And mm. then our friend Hattie Webb from the Web, Web Sisters reached out. And uh, she sent us the tracks over from London. Um, so uh, it's a it's a sad song, but it's uh, dressed up with uh, mm. lots of heavenly flair, um, Beatlesque guitar and oh, uh, strings. Um, so enjoy. Well, that's the reason I kind of picked it because I love the Beatles, and I didn't even realize <laughs> until I read later that it, that that's probably one reason I was very drawn to it. Um, and plus the ethereal and the harp and everything else. Um, well, 
Okay, we're going to go with that. And thanks so much, uh, Eleanor Abani, for talking to me today. It's so great to have you coming to Lincoln at the Bourbon Theater on Thursday evening, uh, opening for Steve Earle and the Dukes. Um, you know, if you're ever in town and have some time, if not running off to city to city, certainly try to stop by KZUM. We will. We'll do our best. Thank you. We would love to have you on the show. In the meantime, let's get into Greek tragedy. This is from the brand new album called Ghost Stories from the Whitmore Sisters. Um, and we will end with that. And thanks again for talking to me. And we'll see you soon. Uh, our pleasure. You bet. Bye-bye.